When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So a common question that is posed to gold and silver owners is how long are you willing to hold on to them as an investment or as a hedge despite years of pretty dismal performance? I'm talking either sideways or the downside. And I think that question can be asked in two different ways. It can be asked in a very negative, almost snarky manner, like it's a it's a failed investment. And you know the type. You know the type of people that ask that question, and, and you know the manner in which it's asked. However, I think it also can be asked in a very valuable way. And I think it's maybe a question that we should ask ourselves, is how long are we able, or how long are we willing to hold on to silver and or gold as a again, an investment or hedge. And what I want to do today is sort of play devil's advocate with that. I have three questions to ask that I think we should evaluate and for you to respond to to those types of, of, I guess, statements regarding silver and gold. Because let's be honest, it has been several years since we've seen a whole lot of life out of silver and gold. And, and, And again, I think it's a valuable question because I think for a lot of other investments... That's a question we should always be asking ourselves. Uh, an individual stock, stock market ind- index or, or whatever, an ETF, that should be a question we're asking ourselves. So, for example, let's say you are really enamored with a given stock. You, you think that it's going to be something that you want to ride out to a significant upside potential. And yet, for the length that you're holding it, it's mostly just going sideways or, or down. Well, how long are you going to stay married to that stock, how long are you going to allow your bias to, to really cloud your judgment? Because the fact of the matter is that that stock, at worst case scenario, can go to zero. You can lose 20, 50, and, and of course 100% of your investment if you stay in that position for too long. And that's kind of the first question here that, that I want to pose is, are you, by asking that question, comparing silver and gold to something that is very unlike silver and gold. As I said, stocks can go to zero. Bonds can go to zero. Indexes can go to zero. Uh, cash can go to zero, right? And yet, that's not really the case for silver and gold. I mean, theoretically, but for all intents and purposes, practically speaking, they're always going to hold some amount of value. Now, yes, we... we We've seen over the last couple of years that that value can drop a surprising amount. And yet it kind of goes back to, to my video yesterday that, that the fact that silver and gold are dropping in this environment, that they're manipulated, and that the gold to silver ratio is incredibly high in this environment shouldn't come as a surprise considering nearly every other market is performing in an abnormal way. Look at the stock market, abnormally high. Same thing goes for the bond market, the real estate market. Is it any surprise that an asset or an asset class that is really the antithesis of everything paper and digital is performing in the very opposite manner? I would say probably not. But again, 
are you comparing silver and gold to something that they are not? Because over the long term, and this will be kind of the theme of this video and theme of my overall uh, thesis as to why I'm a fan of silver and gold, is that these things ultimately revert to their mean. They surpass the mean in the other direction oftentimes. It's just a matter of how long will it take. And so when it comes to these stocks, when it comes to these bonds, yeah, ultimately they're going to revert to their mean. They're going to surpass their mean to the downside in terms of valuations. And I think the opposite is true for silver and gold. They're going to surpass that mean to the upside, but they will revert to that mean eventually. However, again, the difference is that with a stock, marrying yourself to a stock or bond or something like that, that asset can, and in many times throughout history, has dropped to zero. You don't have that risk with silver and gold. Over the years, over the thousands of years that they've been seen as, as something valuable, they've retained their value to some extent or another. It's just that for periods of time, years or decades, they have become stored, distorted, basically. But again, reversion to mean, that's a really important uh, concept to understand. Now, the second question that you need to ask is, what is the alternative? Now, I always, I love to ask this question because what is the alternative for somebody that has a large amount of their portfolio or any amount in silver and gold? Where else are they gonna deploy that? Now, there's the kind of the natural choice of, of going into something like cash, right? Whether it's interesting yielding or not, uh, but that's... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. First of all, you have counterparty risk, plus you have inflation, which is going to almost, it's almost a guarantee that inflation is going to eat away at the value of that cash. Again, whether it's in a bank account yielding interest or buried in your backyard. And then you have interest yielding, but relatively low risk compared to like stocks or something. Low risk uh, certificates and deposits or some sort of bonds or Okay, those are an option too, but again, is that going to keep up with inflation? That's not necessarily a guarantee, right? Getting a certificate of deposit at 2%, there's a very good chance, and in fact, I'd say, you know, my opinion, very good likelihood that inflation is going to be far above 2% in the future, okay? Um, and then there's the stocks, right? Or real estate or something a little bit more risky. And again, you know, the, people ask the question, how long are you going to wait for silver and gold to go up, to revert to their mean, I mean, how much longer, I mean, to counter to that, how long, how much longer can something like the stock market stay at these elevated valuations, right? So question number two is, what is the alternative? And, and the final question that I would ask, or for you to ask yourself, is what is your investment horizon? Because I think that's really important. That really gets to the heart of this, how long are you willing to wait question. So for me personally, my investment horizon is decades long. We're talking 40 plus years before I'm looking at retirement. Maybe before then, maybe after then, but again, decades. Now, this is gonna be a different conversation for somebody that's 
couple years away from retirement in retirement. I'm not saying that in the next five years or 10 years, we won't see silver and gold revert to their mean, that stocks won't revert to their mean. I think there's a good likelihood that that's the case. But I think the question becomes a little bit more valid if they're you know, at the point in which they're cashing out on this is, is only a couple years away versus decades. You know, I think for those that are decades away, I, I you know, can't say with 100% certainty where things are headed. But I can say that over that long enough of a time period, I would expect a grand reversion to the mean. And that's true for silver and gold, but more importantly, I think for our individual lives, that's true for the financial system, for the currency. I mean, what, what is the norm for fiat currencies? It's for them to inflate, right? The, the norm of fiat currencies is not stability. It's inflation, destruction, debasement, devaluation, and ultimately uh, hyperinflation and, and you know the end of the value of anything related to that currency. I mean, that is the mean for fiat currencies. Uh, I would say the mean for stocks is a much lower valuation. The mean for bonds is a much lower valuation, higher interest rates. The, the, the mean for interest rates is much higher. And, and I expect that over my individual investment horizon that we'll see a reversion to that mean. And I'm willing to be patient. I mean, I've only been in silver for a couple of years. And in the whole grand scheme of things, especially when it comes to my own personal finances, that's a fairly brief amount of time. And I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to accumulate, take advantage of these prices because I, I, I'm fairly confident over the long term it's going to pay off, that there's going to be a reversion to the mean in all of these different factors. And, and what that means for me is a couple different things. First of all, well, I plan to uh, trade part of my silver for gold. Right, a reversion to the mean in the gold-silver ratio. Exactly what I was talking about, about in my video yesterday. The second reversion to the mean would be in things like real estate, land, the stock market, etc. What does that mean? That means I can trade something like silver and gold for that. I expect there to be a reversion to the mean in the financial system, and in interest rates, and fiat currency, and all of that. And I think that also is going to play into what I ultimately plan to do with my metals. And you know, so much more. That's why I said, you know, silver and gold is important in that terms of, of, of the reversion to the mean, but all of the other factors I talked about are arguably even more important, right? Uh, who cares about where silver and gold is going if the, the entire economy is collapsing? Yeah, it's important for us, but in the grander scheme of things, there's a, I guess we could say, we, we, we'd have bigger fish to fry. It's going to act as a hedge. It's going to act as protection for us, but only to certain extent. It's, it's not going to be able to protect our loved ones necessarily and our entire extended family, our, our communities, uh, or, or our country, or our economy, right? It, it's more of a personal protection plan, insurance, if you will. You know, and that's, and that's the other thing to keep in mind here is when we talk about silver and gold is, is I have referred to them as an investment from time to time in this talk here, but there's also the argument of just a hedge, just an insurance, just as something that's going to keep pace with inflation. Now, you know, the valid argument there, especially over these last couple of years, is that they haven't been keeping up with inflation. They haven't. I mean, inflation officially is, what, around 2%, but you know, unofficially, I think, is much, much higher. And yet, silver and gold are, I mean, heading 
downwards or sideways. They haven't been keeping up with that. But again, reversion to the mean. It's, it's I think, going to happen eventually. And I think that's really unique about silver and gold is that we'll see that reversion eventually. We'll see the cycle play out. Whereas in something like, uh, you know, t- take a stock that's maybe been doing poorly as of late, like, like Tesla, right? Uh, the mean for Tesla is not necessarily going to be a higher stock price, right? In fact, given the reversion to mean in things like interest rates, the easiness of, of, uh, of monetary policy, uh, the, the, I guess the attitude or the risk that, that banks and, and lenders are willing to take on, I would argue that the reversion to mean for something like Tesla or a lot of, other, a lot of these other really failed growth stories or unicorn corporations is going to be to zero or, or, or pretty close to zero. Uh, but for silver and gold, reversion to the mean, I think, is the big one that we have to keep in mind. Uh, valid question of how long are we willing to hold on? How long will it take? But I don't think that the answer to that question is automatically, I'm out, I'm done. Um, in fact, for those that can wait long enough, I think we're going to, uh, it's going to serve its role for us very well. So as always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening to this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless.